Just want to let you guys know that we discuss heavy spoilers in this podcast, so if you weren't aware, now you are. Also, if you want to watch Mushishi along with us, we're watching it on a Hulu. We aren't sponsored though, so I'm just putting this in the first two episodes. For the most part, me and Ryan just talk about the show, so if you wanted a podcast that does like fact-checking or anything like that, this is not the show for you. Sorry. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. Here it goes. Alright guys, welcome to episode two of the Moldy Couch Podcast. Today we'll be discussing episode three and episode four of Mushi She. I'm Ryan. Uh, I am Griffin. And uh, we will be your hosts for today. Yeah. And every day. I'm going to be the thing that lives in your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to go watch the shows, and then we will come back, and we will have something to talk about, hopefully. Indeed. Hopefully, uh, more interesting spirits. Yes. Hopefully, it show picks up a little bit, too. We'll see. <laughs> All right. See you then. Not see Bye. you then. Bye. have watched episode three and episode four and now griffin will start by giving you his overview of episode three i will this is the one that i didn't take notes for as an experiment but i think i did pretty all right i am gonna take like tiny notes going forward but so we start we start this episode ryan with a shot of a boy with horns on his forehead I don't remember what it was said Indeed. in that moment. But then it cuts to Ginko in a snowy forest, walking. Just like he did for, I think, the past two episodes. He just, it's him, a shot of him walking. It's pretty cool. What did you think of that? Uh, well, I thought it was like every other episode. This is how he travels around, I guess. He just... I guess it's just probably in there just to show that like he travels around a yeah, lot. Yeah, probably. As an establishing thing. Mm-hmm. Then he shows up at the village and all the village people are like, hey, Mr. Mushi dude, there's no sound in our village. Except for like when we talk. There's no wind, there's no snow falling, there's not really anything. And he's like, oh, it's because these snail things are living in your place. They eat sound. And live in ears sometimes, I guess. But it's just kind of strange. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And they just got... They got dissolved by water, which was very... Yeah, salt water. It's like, uh, just clean your ears, guys. What the heck? It should be a bit easier. Uh, but I did learn that when you do it, when you put salt water in your ear, apparently you can taste it later. So... That's interesting. That's really strange. At least according to the show. I'm not looking it up. We should try that if it's actually a thing. Well, that'll be like our first YouTube video. Is like trying to see if salt water in your ear makes you taste it. Uh, so he helps the townspeople. He's like, all right, you can spray salt water on your roofs to keep the snails from living there. Which is, you know, it's where we see them. There's like a whole colony. Of them. And then he helps the dude later with the salt water. Yeah. And then the village elder goes, Oh, you know what? My grandson has this too, but his is different. He has horns on his head and he can hear a whole lot of things. And it's like, okay, wow. It's the boy that we saw in the, in that one beginning shot. What do you think about boys with horns, Ryan? I don't know, I thought it was weird. How he helped. It was like, we were three minutes in or whatever, and he already had fixed like a bunch of problems. So, like, the whole entire village was fixed, pretty much. Just shows how good he is. He's a really good, really good at his job. Yeah, I was kind of like, what? 
they can't just end it there. Is there like another one? Because I saw, I don't, I didn't, remember, I didn't know that the um the kid in the beginning was going to uh like be the main problem. I thought he would just have the same problem. It is. Oh, I forgot to mention. Uh, the silence snail, the one that eats sound, is called. It's called like on or o, right? Uh. Have it written down as U N. Oh, so I mean, un. yeah, yeah. I guess it's N. Yeah, there's another snail coming up. It's called A. Uh? Yeah, A H A Ah. Yeah, that's where I got it mixed up. I thought it was like O and Ah uh, or something. There we go. Figured it out. But he goes to see this boy with the horns, and the boy is hearing all these. Nice sound effect sounds, actually. I really like how it sounds. I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is like all these weird vibrations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's got the, all the ripples across the screen. I thought that was a nice touch, too. For how little animated, or less animated the show is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is not as, like, detailed as some of the shows I've seen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's a nice touch. But uh, once he sees the boy, he lights up some incense in a a bug net, I think. And yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that was. No, I don't know. The the only thing I can think of is a bug, like a mosquito net, because in Japan they have a lot of mosquitoes. Was it supposed to be that, or was it supposed to be like some mushy type tent? It could be either. It wasn't explained so i'm just kind of going with the mosquito net just to keep it simple but i don't know if they keep smoking them yeah i'm not uh that's back in the or that's back to them not explaining things very well which is not uncommon in this show it seems maybe i did find that there was a dub i'm telling you in case you didn't see but it's on another thing so maybe they explain things better in that but we aren't doing it yeah, I mean, it feels like they had a mandatory time limit, and they're, like, trying to just fit the time limit. Yeah, it feels like that. While still telling a story, because they're all, like, 20 minutes long, but it's like, move along, move along, move along, move along, keep going. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. I like to see uh, things that are typically longer than they need to be, but it helps when they're longer. Right, yeah, and it helps you understand what's going on like too much explanation is bad you know yeah but like not enough is also bad so it's a happy medium and i wouldn't i wouldn't be upset if the stories took up like uh let's say 35 minutes that would yeah yeah 30 35 minutes is probably better but yeah i think so like the same story though just like but just add some like context Mm mm-hmm like uh, detail the tools that the Mushi she use for to help with Mushi. Yeah, and what he's actually doing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not explained well. Uh, uh, where was I? After after he make fills the mosquito net with smoke, the boy can hear less things, so he can hear Ginkgo. Sounds are quieter. And the ginkgo explains, oh, you got a different thing in your ear. It's called ah. Which he said, I don't really understand that part. It was, once you have, like, an un in your ears, then, like, an ah can get in your ears? or Oh, no. It's like they're two... That's what it's... Two separate things, but... See, I thought it was, like, you had to have one, and then the other one would go in... Because they like fed off each other. Because one makes silence and one needs noise or something. Yeah, one needs silence and one needs noise. How it is, to my understanding, is that well, it says later in the show they don't like being inside a person, which is kind of weird. But you can have yeah. either inside of your snail-looking ear part, and they just do different things. Okay, so you can just have an ah without having an un. Uh, yeah. Another weird part is apparently they can like split into two. Did you do you see that in the when Ginkgo gets his thing? 
yeah, yeah, that was strange because he was like in the beginning, it was only one ear. Yeah. So maybe it's just the um, the ah can go in both ears, but the un can only go in one. That would be an it. Like that's what I'm saying now. That's how it is. Because since we saw all those other people only have one ear infected, mm-hmm. and then the kid with the awe had both ears affected, and then when Ginko grabbed the awe out of the cave, it went in both his ears. Yeah. So that's how it is. That's how it is, listener. Un is one ear, awe is both ears, and also awe is coiled a different way. But if you've just flipped it around, it would be... Yeah, maybe, maybe you can't flip them around or something. Yeah. It's kind of weird. We get explained hey. that... Oh, sorry. What is it? No, I was just saying, maybe they didn't think that through. Yeah, maybe. And they just had to come up with some difference, but they want it to look the same. Okay. Uh, Ginko explains that there's a whole lot of un, but very few ah, uh, which is a, it's, it's really weird to say their names together. Yeah, really. <laughs> It's very interesting how they name stuff in this. Mm-hmm. This whole series really is. I like it. Really strange names. I can heavily appreciate it, but I don't remember yours in the next episode. Going forward, Ginko's like hanging out on the roof in the snow, and the boy is sneaking out to go on a walk, and he's like, oh, don't tell my grandma, but he begins the sentence really loud because he can't hear himself. I thought that was that was a nice touch right there. Mm-hmm. And he he goes off. Ginko doesn't stop him. He goes off into the the forest, and then he doesn't come back for quite a bit. So his grandma gets worried, and Ginko goes after him, finds him in a cave, and with a fire that the boy started somehow. He's an arsonist. <laughs> He's like really good at what he does, but uh, you know, in that cave, there are just tons of those snail things which is pretty strange because most of them eat noise and it's just a cave right i mean there are like echoes in caves i guess because all the the rock in there maybe yeah i guess maybe it's water dripping and stuff would like make ripple noises make them louder than they would normally be yeah i think it could be because he started the fire, and they all came in from the forest, which it said where they live is the forest. It's like echoing That's true. that. Yeah, like the crackling of the fire or like the warmth or something. Yeah. Because they were in all the houses too. So I suppose that's why they're all there. But, uh, you know, Ginko sees them and they try to get into his ears, which is, again, weird because it said they didn't like being in people. Oh, I've missed yeah. this part. The... The horned boy had a mom who also became horned because she had the same thing. And she died because uh, it tried to make her body have less noise, which uh, killed her. Kind of makes sense. I kind of not. I mean, it's like, it's kind of makes sense because it's like, oh, if you made less noise, that'd mean like, yes, your heart stopped beating. Or something. I don't know. But it's also weird because after a bit, she stops being able to hear the all the noises. So it's like, oh, so did the thing die? And now she's dying because it was like kind of a stalemate. I didn't, didn't explain that, really. Yeah, it didn't do a great job. I mean, maybe if we actually spoke Japanese and we could actually hear it in like the original translation. Well, that's what we got to do. It make more sense. <laughs> we gotta start. I just gotta learn Japanese real quick. Yeah. And there was another test. Not a test subject, but another person who had it, Kinko talked about. And it was like, oh, and she died as well. And it's yeah. a it's a not cured thing. No no other Mushi she can cure it. Apparently not. Or it's not very common either one. It is it probably is very common because there's so few ah uh, and that's just, it's just it's a weird Yeah, and they said because if it doesn't like people, and you know, why is it in? I don't know. Person. So, um, it shouldn't go in people because the whole village is so quiet. It, it can just eat that silence. I, so I don't know. Maybe 
it uses the ear as a funnel to eat the sound. Maybe. Yeah, I guess that could be. Or eat the silence. Because it said that it, it curls up into like the sound drum or whatever in your ear. Mm-hmm. The which is like the part. most sensitive part of your ear, I think. Not 100% on that, but it's like that little... The sound drum in your ear can like pick up sounds with your ears being plugged, can it? I think so. With the uh, like the drum or the the bone piece in your outer ear. I don't know ear stuff that good, but I I'll trust you on this. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent on that. I don't know. Well, ears very well, but that's what I think I've heard at least. If if anybody listens to this podcast, then. They can hear things with their ear thing when their ears are plugged. Yeah, this is not uh, medical advice. It is. Don't take this for anything. <laughs> no, it's not. Speaking of medical stuff, as the mom's dying, she puts her ears, her hands over the kid's he- head, ears. She puts her hand over the kid's ears, and she's like, oh, I'm saying something. But you can't hear me right now because, yeah, there's hands over your ears. And then she dies. I I plugged your ears. That's why. (laughs) Yeah. And it's all like, oh, she did that a whole lot before she died. That's not interesting. But back to the cave. Uh, Ginkgo finds an ah. And he's like, ah, get inside my ears. And boy, you hold your hands over my ears. And then it explodes. Yep. The whole thing like explodes and comes out of his ears. Yeah. It's, so I thought it was interesting because the un or whatever had to be washed out of your ears. Yeah. It, it, it made sense because it was like, oh, yeah, slug, snail thing. It's going to come out when there's salt. Mm-hmm. But then there's the ah, and it's, it's got a whole new set of rules. Yeah, which is weird because it looks like exactly the same as the own. Exactly the same, but coiled a different way. Still weird. Yeah. Uh, and we learn that your hands on your ears sounds like lava because your arm muscles are moving. And because it's so consistent, the awe dies because it doesn't like sound. Which is... Really confusing, honestly. It's really, really confusing, but... But, you know, after that, Ginko, uh, he takes... The boys' the boys' hordes fall off. And then Ginko's like, I'm gonna take these as my payment, and I'm gonna leave. But then he decides to give the boy the two little horns, because he had four horns. He gives him the two little horns, and he's like, you know, it might feel upsetting to have all of this silence but when spring comes it'll have sound the boy's like okay and then it's there's a weird subtitle here cause it was like oh I, was, I won't miss it cause I was listening the whole time did you you have thoughts on that no I don't know I don't remember seeing that it's not word for word but it was just a weird thing it was like they were talking about sound, and the boy was like, I was listening to my mom's sound the whole time, I guess. It's just a weird thing. Uh, that's pretty weird. I mean, the whole ending of that seems super strange. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you keep the horns? I think that's kind of, like, gross, isn't it? I don't know. I would think that... I don't, I don't know what they're made out of, but they look like just hard skin, and that would decay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you keep a scab if you cut your arm. I do. Fall and trip. You cut your <laughs> knee open and you like keep the scab from that. It's just disgusting. No, I don't really keep the scabs for things, Ryan. I don't. It was just a joke. <laughs> that's, well, that's good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the end of this episode. So, yeah, do you think I did a good job, Ryan? Yep. Good. Yeah, I didn't notice quite as many things, I don't think, in this one. I was confused most of the time, and I was, like, trying to wrap my head around what was going on. I can help you a little bit. Why was Ginko, like, on? Like, they don't, they don't explain the shots at all. Like, Ginko is just, like, sitting up on the roof, like, in the snow. 
And that's just like normal. I guess he's just there thinking about stuff. That's where he does his best work. He's still smoking that same cigarette. Yeah. Unless he just has a whole entire pack of bent cigarettes. Yeah. He's smoking the same one. He's a smoker. He got he had to make a bunch of them in order to I don't know. Like I think they should be this is what I would recommend they did. Is if like through these courses, these episodes, they give us a small piece, like two or three minutes, of Ginko's backstory. Mm-hmm. So we could put it together and have like a complete story versus just like and there's this dude and then stuff happens. I would like it also to not have so many hard cuts to things. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like talking in the house and then Ginko's on the roof and it'd be like, you could just like open a door and then be on the roof. Like, yeah, yeah, walk out the door and then like, you know, maybe just climb up and have like him jumping and then maybe he's on the roof. I don't know. I've noticed that in like um, some scenes where there'll be a background and then all of a sudden it'll just be like a solid color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, what happened to the background? Like, if he's in the same spot, you can just keep that background in there. I don't understand why they had to go to like a solid color. Wish the show had a had a better budget. It would have been so much better. Yeah. I mean, if I was animating something all by myself or something, I'd, I'd definitely go along with this type of um, animation scheme where it's minimalistic and yeah, as easy as possible. Maybe just make like a comic book style. That'd be that'd be pretty epic, actually. Yeah, yeah, you could do that, Ryan. We should have a in a, a comic book for one of our podcasts for no reason. It's like make a random comic book. Yeah. That would be very interesting. I think it would be like a really boring read. (laughs) Probably, yeah. We'd just be talking. Yeah. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense that the the jump cuts or whatever, or the arcs, it feels like it was made for TV. It was. It must have been, because there's like cuts for ads. Because it's, like, I think there's, like, is there two per episode? Well, there's just, like, a black cut. Um, I don't pay, I didn't pay attention. I often just, my brain writes over that stuff. Yeah, well, there's cuts for ads, so it's clearly made for TV, so obviously they had to fit a uh, specific time frame, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. To be consistent, like, because if you're running on like a cable television or something, you know, you have your, your guide lays out everything that's going to play. So it has to have a specific time to fit in that specific time. Cause it all runs on like this schedule. I don't like television shows. Yeah. I mean, it's not that way with like any streaming service like Hulu. Yeah. All the episodes can be different lengths if it's like made for Hulu. Cause you know, people don't mind. But when it has like ads and like it's on a cable service, they're all like the same length, the same length, the same length. It really it like uh, staunches the personality of a show or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to fit, you know, a lot of quality stuff within a twenty twenty minutes because you have ten minutes of ads, so you got a thirty minute segment pretty much. Thirty-minute segment. You gotta somehow keep people thinking about it. I don't know. Maybe it does that well. Yeah, I mean that's why a lot of TV shows have um, like cliffhanger breaks. Mm. Like to be like, oh my gosh, and then they're like, go black and cut to commercial. So you're like, what happened? I gotta see what happened. I gotta stay watching. Those get so annoying over time, though. It's like, oh come on. Yeah, it gets out of hand. Like, it gets to the point where you're like, oh, I don't really even care because it's probably going to be something really stupid. Mm-hmm. It can be done well, though. If it's not done every time. Yeah. It's never done well, though. No. I haven't seen it done well. 
I mean, we've had cable TV for probably 15 years. And it's never done well at all, no. in my opinion. 95% of the time, they'll come back from the commercial break. And it will be like this really minute issue. Yeah, they're like, oh no, we dropped this. And they're like, oh, wait. <laughs> that was something we didn't really need, even. Yeah. Or there'll be, because I'm watching like, you know, reality TV shows where they build houses, like mm-hmm. HGTV reality or whatever. I like those. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, this is a huge problem. And then they'll cut back and they're like, oh, but we can just solve it with this simple solution. And then they'll yeah. solve it. And then you're like, well, that was dumb. Uh, those are those are at least somewhat humorous though because it's like uh, wow that's so set up yeah you can tell how fake it is like with the um, did you ever watch Tanked a Tanked what's that about Tanked it's, it's a TV show where they build fish tanks for celebrities uh, I watched one where they built Fish tanks for, like, just extravagant fish fish tanks. I don't know what about for just celebrities. Well, most of the time it's for celebrities. Sometimes they do it for, like, casinos or buildings or just random people. Well, then I, I probably watched it. I've noticed with theirs, they're always, like, like to some huge problem. Like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is terrible. we got to start over. And then they'll, like, cut to commercial. And then they'll, like, cut back and, like, him saying we have to start over is like not even registered in there. Like no one even yeah registers that he ever said that. I loved that actually. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it gets so annoying though. You watch more than five episodes. Yeah. Like every time it's like, oh my gosh, this is, oh, this yeah. is we ruined everything. And then all of a sudden they get back and they're like, oh wait, no, no, that was the right color. You actually <laughs> did it right. Yeah. And you're like, what? Well, what the heck? We should do that for when we when we get ads, Ryan. <laughs> just in the middle. Oh, dude, you spilled it on me. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. No, just go to commercial. Oh, I spilled on my equipment. No. Anyways. <laughs> and come back and we'll just not even mention it. Yeah. That would be funny. People will be so confused. Like, what the heck's going on? We could end in, we could end an episode of, like, you getting mauled by a bear, and I'm like, no, right, right. A special we put on there featuring bear, featuring bear. And it's like, who's bear? And like, we should. It'll be bear grills, but not spelled the same way. A bear on a grill. Bear on a grill. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Let's do it sometime yeah let's let's not do that <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try to do it and you're just not gonna go along with it that'd be super awkward for everybody yeah all right you ready to get an episode four i am start us off all right so this episode is about a man who has dreams that become reality true and uh, I believe it opens with Ginkgo at this dude's house. Yeah, it's past Ginkgo. And he's like, people have been talking about your dreams or whatever. And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, how often does it happen? And he's like, or how often does it come true? And he said about one every ten dreams comes true. Yeah. So he gives him medicine. And he says, okay, when it comes to four out of five dreams take this medicine and then ginkgo wanders off to an undisclosed location for an undisclosed amount of time yeah he said it was less than a year that's all we know i will add here that he's like take all the medicine if you don't you get in it's gonna be bad which is very important in real life like if your doctor gives you antibiotics you have to take all of them in order yeah. for it to work right. Yep. Anyways, on the return of Ginkgo, he comes back to find the whole village is just in shambles and all grown over and basically ruined. And so he goes to the house of the 
dreaming guy. And the guy's still there, even though everyone in the village is not there anymore. Everyone's gone, and the whole village is wrecked. But he's still there in his house. And um, he knocks on the door, and the dude opens it, and he's like, what happened to the village? And then, like, there's this weird cut, and the guy with the dream says, uh, you know, or something. Well, I don't really understand that part. So was just, did you notice that? It was a weird, it's a weird cut where he, like, opens the door, and then Ginkgo asks what happened, and then Ginkgo answers his, himself, pretty much? No, I didn't notice that. Because I'm pretty sure he, at least that's Strange. what I saw, or thought. The guy opens the door and says, it's you again. And then Ginko is like, I'm trying to think now. Okay, no, no. It was the other way around. I'm losing it. The guy, the Ginko asked what happened. The guy says like, he's like, you're here again. He goes, what happened? And then the dreaming guy goes, that's right, or something. Interesting. It was super strange. I didn't notice that at all. Because the dude answers his own question. I guess maybe there was a problem with the script. They were like, huh. Or maybe just a weird skip where they cut out a line that was supposed to be there. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, the kid did not take his medicine. Believe it or not. He didn't. That's, I mean... I was kind of expecting that because otherwise there wouldn't be much of a story. Then the dude goes into his long backstory about how everyone was like giving him gifts and stuff. His dreams were coming true and he was telling them these predictions. And like he predicted that the um, cliffside was going to fall apart and land on his house. And so the people got out of the house before the cliff fell on them and Stuff like that, so all giving him gifts and everything, and he didn't make very much money. Because all mm-hmm. he does is... As a knife sharpener. <laughs> sharpen blades, like, I don't know how he made any money. But, his wife was like, oh, you're having these dreams, you were meant to help people, or whatever, these are good dreams, or whatever. And so, he thinks about it for a while, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to take the medicine. Yeah, it's like a kind of a weird contrast because his wife was like, you got to take the medicine. And he was like, fine. And now he's taking the medicine willingly when she's supportive of him having the dreams. Right. And it doesn't help that everyone else was like giving him gifts and everything because he didn't have very very much stuff. And they're all bringing him food and all this other stuff while he's predicting these dreams or whatever. But he's like, well, what if I'm causing these? And his wife's like, no, that's ridiculous. Just keep having the dreams and keep helping people. You make that sweet, sweet money. Right. But he decides to just start taking the medicine. Until one day, there's a tsunami. And it sweeps away his daughter. And Mm -hmm. she dies. And then the whole the whole town turns on him and is like, how did you not know this was going to happen? Blah, blah, blah. Kind of a uh, common story beat. Yeah. Yeah, so he has like this uh, inner battle with himself. It was like, if I had not taken the medicine, she, I would have known that tsunami was going to happen and she wouldn't have died. But then, on the other hand, he's still on the fence, it seems, that he might be causing these things to happen. But he decides to not take the rest of the medicine. Then, yeah, he's like, he continues to get more accurate in his dreaming, and he keeps getting more people to give him, they give him stuff, there's presents and gifts, and like thanking him and all this stuff. And, but then one day, he goes to sleep, and he dreams that there's a plague that kills everyone in the village. And the next morning when he wakes up, the plague sweeps through the village where these people get green fungus that grow on their fingertips. 
and it spreads all over their body, and then they dissolve into nothing. A very gross way to die. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And it starts with his family. I think he had, he still had a daughter, right? No, just a wife. Just a wife? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It starts with his wife, and then his closest neighbors, and then the neighbors across the across the way, he said. It's probably like across the field or whatever. And then eventually the whole village is just, they dissolve. They develop this disease and they all dissolve. Yeah. And he's the only one that survives. And if it was me, honestly, I would never have stayed in the village after everyone dissolved oh. and died. I would have probably left. But uh, he decides to stay there. So when Ginkgo shows up, is when he ends his story. So he basically gives the whole rundown of like however many months it's been. Then we we don't actually know. But it's less than a year, so Yeah. It's not I guess that's not really that important, but And he's super angry. He's like, You didn't tell me that my dreams would cause stuff to happen. Right, because he figured that out somehow. Mm-hmm. How did he figure that out? Yeah, I don't know. I guess just like unexplainable illness throughout the village and he, his dream thing. I mean, it's kind of jumping to a conclusion, but I think I would have been like, uh oh. Right, but he jumps to the right conclusion, which is strange. But then um, Ginko's like, well, I can't tell you because then you would. That was confusing to me. He can't tell him because then the Mushi would be more powerful over him because he would. I think it was kind of like him and the Mushi are kind of not codependent, but like really connected. Mm-hmm. So if he knew that the Mushi in him was causing things, then he would have done an impulsive thing like later later okay a little bit yeah i guess guess that makes sense yeah it's it's just one of those weird subtitle dub things where it's like it's not quite clear yeah not quite but he doesn't take the medicine so kinko's like well this stage it's not going to help you take the medicine anymore and so you can't get separated from this mushi because it's become it's like become a part of him so it's basically if he gets separated from it there's like a good chance he dies yeah he's still gonna do his best but the guy is like I'm just gonna die I just wanna die right now so he's like I'm trying to help you I will try to separate the Mushi from you but you know you're gonna lose something Mm -hmm. you can't just like cut away half of yourself and then be you know 100% so he Ginko researches and reads some old scrolls and the dude falls asleep and somehow Ginko gets into his dream with him. Uh the the dude like takes all the medicine and Ginko has to make an antidote for him. And then he's all asleep and stuff. I don't know how there how there's a connection though. Yeah, I mean I kinda got confused. These last two episodes in the ending it's like they cram so much stuff into like three scenes in the end that it's like it's confusing, man. I don't know. If they're you know episodes like this, they really could go like maybe like even twice as long. Really? Yeah, because I would I would watch it. Everything happens like so fast in the end because they build up a whole story. Trying to it's like they're trying to build a whole story. But then they have to, like, end it real fast. Mm-hmm. Because he, like, goes to sleep. Ginko is in the dream with him. There's a field. All of a sudden, the uh, the guy who's asleep is, like, walking around and sees his body. And then fire comes out of his pillow. And then Ginko has to take his sleeping body and jump out of the, the building because he set the whole house on fire. Yeah. But it's just that rapid progression that's like, hmm. 
I should have not had quite as long a backstory in the beginning and kind of spread it out a little bit. But anyways, the building catches on fire. Kinko takes the Dreaming Man out of the building, throws him on the ground, and runs off to get water. And the dude realizes that, because he saw himself while he was dreaming, he realizes that the Mushi is living in his pillow. While he's yeah, awake, the fire started there. But it's only while he's awake that he lives in, that it lives on the pillow, right? It's, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess that. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. That he has to be in the the mushi has to be in the pillow while he's awake because it can't be it can't then, live with him, but it's. It's like somehow connected, but it can only be outside of the pillow when he's actually dreaming. Which is interesting, because what if he switched pillows? <laughs> That's yeah. honestly what I thought was going to happen. He's going to be like, Ginko is just going to take him away and give him a different place to live with a different pillow. Maybe pillows were uh, hard to come by then, or hard to make, maybe. I don't know. I did hear this thing. It was like, uh, for some people, they use that that kind of pillow to hold only their neck when they sleep, and it's like this somehow medical thing for your back, maybe. Yeah, okay. Not looking that far into it, but still, I mean, if you had to stuff coming out of your dreams because there's something living in your pillow, I'd be like, yeah, I'm getting a different pillow. Yeah, but that's not what he does. Obviously, he jumps to a rash conclusion grabs a katana off the wall and slices the pillow in half. Exactly what I would do in this situation. Cut a pillow. Yeah, cut the pillow in half. And then he's... Not burn it or let it be burned. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, no house is on fire and he's just like, I'm gonna cut this pillow in half now. (laughs) Anyways, he thinks he defeated it and he starts relaxing and all of a sudden his chest gets cut open and he falls on the ground. He starts bleeding everywhere because the pillow was connected to him somehow I guess to the Mushi yeah. and so if he cuts the pillow it cuts him because it's like half of him or part of him and it talks about the weird soul soul what what is it soul thing uh, soul storage soul storage though when you're asleep you store your soul in your pillow because you spend like 80% of your time asleep or something. Something like that. It's a it's a weird myth. It is. But I, I, who was that narrator though? I don't know. It's just like some random narrator. It's unexplained. It sounds like that old lady from the uh, previous episode, honestly. Oh, interesting. I didn't give it that much credence. I was just chilling out. Yeah. I was wondering if they just like reused that actor or if it was like they were supposed to be a narrator to like connect to the previous episode or I don't know. It would make sense with their probably low budget to me. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that it's like we're four episodes in and they add a narrator. Yeah. They got it, Ryan. They got it. But, like, it's not like some old lady's telling all the stories. This, this old lady's just, like, telling a bit of this story. It'd be kind of fun if yeah, the old lady was a, a narrator for the whole time. She was just like, yeah. You think that would make the show better or worse? I don't know. I mean, shows that are, like, all stories are sometimes good. But then you're like, well, it was just a story. But then it always somehow links, like in some cheesy way, it links to the the real reality or whatever. Yes, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I think it's kind of better that it's not all a story. I think I kind of like that better as far as shows go. Because I think it's always dumb when it's like, oh, and that's the end of the story. And then like a painting winks at you or some dumb crap like that. And you're like, what the heck? Right. After you... After you show me your show, after when this one ends, 
I'm gonna make you watch the very hungry caterpillar so you learn that moral. The very hungry caterpillar? Cat I can't even say that. Yeah. Caterpillar. You not you know you've read that, right? Um probably. Yeah. I'd probably. I was probably like three years old. It's it's the best book ever. Is it a TV? Excuse me, is it a TV show? It kind of it's it's like this overly long thing with a narrator and animation. Well jokes on you. The next show we're watching is Sesame Street. No way. <laughs> I'm joking. It no, can't no, be please. no. If you pick that, I will have it's to so uh, give Troy the podcasting position. <laughs> no, Ryan, I'm gonna make you sign a contract before you can do that. Like you I have a ten year contract with you. You have to watch Sesame Street. <laughs> That's about how long it would take us to watch all of Sesame Street. Really? The show is yeah. still running. Unless, I mean, I watched it when I was little. We could maybe pull it off if we were like, alright, instead of two episodes, here's a season of Sesame Street <laughs> for this episode. Still, it's like, I don't, know, I don't even know how long it's running, but... I don't know. Probably at least ten it's years. too long. Alright, so, in the ending of this show, this uh, specific episode, Ginkgo takes the man, and he gives him a new place to live, in an undisclosed location, again, surprising, just some random village that Ginkgo brought him to. It's a very sparse village, too. There's yeah. houses every now and then, but no real roads. Honestly, it looked like a Minecraft village where there's like four houses and some fields. Yeah. But anyways, he becomes a successful blade sharpener and makes a living blade sharpening somehow with only four people living in the whole village. <laughs> and he, some, he couldn't do it before in a, in a bigger village. Right, with more people <laughs> where they... Maybe. It seemed like they went fishing... A lot for their food supply, based on the the gifts they brought him. It's like almost always fish. Yeah, there's a lot of fish. But you'd think they need a lot of like sharpening for hooks and blades and stuff. Apparently not. In the end of the show, the dreaming man becomes disturbed, and then he goes crazy and stabs himself, and that's the end. Yeah, it's like, and he he never dreamt again, and he was very scared of dreaming. It was like, was scared of sleeping? Yeah, I said he was scared of sleeping, which honestly is reasonable. It is reasonable. Based on what he has experienced before and his whole family getting killed because he dreamt them dying and then came out of his dream and they died. Yeah, this one was, I felt like this episode four, though, Despite the confusing end portion, I feel like this one was a much better episode. Like, the quality was good. And the storyline was interesting. If I remember correctly, a lot of the episodes, or a fair amount going forward, have this kind of format. Where it's like, okay, so the backstory, what happens, and then later on. So it's, it's better for characters. Right, we'll see if it gets old or not. Yeah. But I do feel like, I mean, I'm not saying this is a 100% a pickup of the show, but it felt like a slight amount, at least a slight amount of pickup for the show, which I guess is normal because, you know, when you read a book, you know, you get 15, 20 pages in, and then, like, okay, now you want to read it, whereas the first 10, 15 pages are normally always, like, sort of a setup where the rest yeah. of the story is not really there yet. It's just you have to figure out the basic stuff before you can ex- experience or, you know, know what the rest of the story is and understand it. Yeah. But I still would have liked to see in the first episodes somewhat of Kinko's backstory, which they hinted at in episode two. Just a slight yeah. amount. It was a whole tease. Do you want me to tell you when it will happen? Uh, is it spoilers? Here, I'll just look it up for me. <laughs> You're just going to figure it out for yourself. 
and not share. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe I'll give you like a closer far thing. Just in his backstory. Okay, it's kind of far away. The what's <laughs> kind of far away? Till we get to know his backstory, it's episodes wise. We do. It's gonna be like the last episode, probably. It's not the last episode. The second to last <laughs> episode. Uh, maybe. No, I can't tell you. It's a spoiler. I guess we'll figure it out. You will. How many episodes are there? Are there 27 episodes? Uh, 26, I think. Okay. So we'll find out soon. Well, you'll find out. I already know. Yeah, of course. Cool. Of course you already know. You're one of those people that watches a movie, but before you watch the movie, you have to read the whole synopsis. No. No, absolutely not. I hate it when people do that. Yeah, it is kind of annoying. Especially when they're trying to like explain really? stuff that's happening. You're like, stop. Stop. I'm watching the movie. Just stop. Yeah. Or or the people who have to they have to look up when the the they have to look up stuff about scary movies, like when the jump scares are and all that. And it's like, hey, uh, they're not like super scary, but they are there for to scare you. So yeah, I don't get jump scared. So well, you will soon. Just you wait, right? No, I'm gonna find out how to do it. No, I don't think I will. That's the thing. I'm just built. I'll different. put on one of those masks. <laughs> You're trying to mask and show up in my house in the middle of the night. I'm gonna put on a mask of a spider, and I'm gonna show. show <laughs> Figure to be like, ah! uh, that would be interesting. Maybe we'll talk more about that in the talking podcast. We will. All right, so we are four episodes in. So, what is your take on the whole series so far? Well, because I'm watching it again, obviously, my uh, opinion is different from this. The previous nostalgia so i will say i would not watch it today if i just found it and i was like oh what's the, what are these like and i watched a couple episodes i'd be like okay well it's interesting about i think i'll just leave it but watching it is pretty fun yeah i feel like it's for me I mean, it's not something i would typically watch either if I just like picked up the first two episodes, I'd be like, "Well, I'm not really interested in this." And I mean, that's the same way because Chris, uh, my brother-in-law, he watched it. I think when it first came out, he watched three episodes in okay. and was like, "Yeah, this is super weird," and he just kind of dropped it. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty weird, especially the first three episodes. Oh yeah, with the young grandma. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. You want to give us an outro? Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Join us next time for episodes five and six. And hopefully, Heck yeah. the show will pick up a little more. I think it will, but uh, my memory doesn't serve. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.